Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's program. We have Cody Owen down in Texas back on the program. He's from Lightspeed Social Agency. What's up, Cody? Hey, I'm doing well, Paul. How are you? You're uh, not at Disney World today, huh? No, not today, but I do have a... Uh, this is go- A video is going up of this, right? Um, we'll see. We're, we're, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, well, if you're listening to this in audio only, I'm pointing at a painting from Epcot that's hanging on the wall behind me. Okay. So we're going to talk about the best marketing strategies for the fall. Uh, is that yeah. what you want to talk about? Yeah, absolutely. And these are like low cost strategies. Like a lot of this is going to center around things that are just an investment of your time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, we will have some like low budget Facebook strategies for you. Okay. But my biggest thing for the fall is selling back into your existing list. Those clients who already know you trust you. We want to get one more yes from them before the season is over. That is so good. Well, I look forward to talking about this. Are we going to talk some email marketing too? Yes. Okay, yeah. good. When, there's a Chinese proverb that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear, appear. And for a while, I've had many people that are like my mentors get on me like, Paul, you you got to step up your email marketing game. So this is hopefully another. I, I have arrived. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm the student and I'm somewhat ready, Cody, but this is going to be good. Uh, before we get into it, guys, I want to say a quick thank you to today's episode sponsor. And that's our friends at Jobber. Jobber is the software that I use for my business so I can spend less time on admin tasks and more time focusing on growing my business. From creating quotes to the moment you're paid, Jobber brings the tedious admin tasks together that you may have been doing manually so that you can run your business and manage your customers in a seamless process. You can get started with Jobber, the CRM that I personally use by clicking on the link in today's show notes. That's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. I know you used to work with another CRM, uh, Cody, but it's crazy that folks are still out there using pen and pad when there's these incredible softwares out there. Yeah, you definitely want to get some form of digital management in your business as soon as possible. It's really hard to scale a notebook that you have to be holding. Yeah, totally. Well, I know that you kind of talked off air of where you wanted to take this episode. So have at it. Awesome. Well, yeah. So what I wanted to talk to y'all about is the idea that I talked about in the intro there of selling back into your list going Mm -hmm. into the fall. So whatever those upsell services for uh, the season look like for your business. So if that's, you know, aeration and overseeding, uh, you know, some, some fertilization going into before the winter, mm-hmm. uh, fall cleanups, whatever you've got going on there. What we want to do is your easiest person to sell to. And any salesman will tell you this is someone that has already told you. Yes. Someone who is already a customer. They already know that you've done good work for them in the past. And so they are absolutely the easiest person to get another yes from. Mm -hmm. So when you're testing out a new service, maybe that you're considering adding to the business, you know, 
taking some of those existing customers and presenting it to them and seeing what they say is going to be a lot easier than going to someone who has no idea who you are uh, and trying to sell to them. So the great thing about selling into your existing list is that you have a list, Mm -hmm. right? You already have a customer base of people who know you, who trust you, and you have access to them for free. Right. So as a marketer, when I get to go to a business owner and tell them, hey, I have a way that we can make you more money and it doesn't cost you anything. That is uh, the best position for me to be in, because normally I'm trying to uh, push people to increase their ad spend and uh, and put more into growing their business. And in this case, when we're doing email marketing, we are just selling to people whose emails we already have. We are reaching out to customers who already like us. So we've mm-hmm. got like a lower barrier uh, of trust to overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, big thing here is that I have some tips for emails and we're going to put out a video on the Lightspeed YouTube channel about this. So search for Lightspeed Social Agency on YouTube to get like kind of nitty gritty details on that. Mm-hmm. But sort of the, the high points here are your email campaign should always be pushing people to take one small action. You don't want, if you have three services to upsell this fall, you should have three email campaigns selling that and space them out. You don't want to do one email with all three and you know a block of text a mile long explaining what they are. Mm-hmm. You want to, over the course of what I recommend people do for a service, is about five emails, each of them pushing to a simple call to action mm-hmm. that is as little information as you can force the uh, the client to give you, you already have all of their information on file, right? They're a customer. Don't make them fill out a form that gives you anything more than the bare minimum to identify who's responding. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have the bandwidth for them to just reply to the email to opt in for a quote, that's awesome. If you use Jobber or another CRM that lets you like just send them a quote for mm-hmm. the service. If you already know all the information about their lawn, you know how much it's going to cost to do anyone in this neighborhood for a fall cleanup, send them prices right away, present to them the benefits. And that's a big thing. If you, Paul, I don't know how often you get into copywriting on the podcast. Well, I I personally, I've been binge listening to a guy named Dan Kennedy. I've been traveling a lot and I listen to his audio books and I've been watching his YouTube videos. So I got, and I got all kind of books around here. Um, words that Dude, sell. I love the cover of Dan Kennedy's books. <laughs> no BS. Um, he's got a lot yes. of books, but I'm an amateur, Cody. I'm an, I'm, I, all the people, uh, you know, that coach me are saying, pointing out that I need to get on top of this. And so I'm, I'm reading the books, I'm listening to the audio books, but my actual history of email marketing, you would grade me as a D or an F. I'm, I'm that guy with three call to actions in a long paragraph. So I'm, I'm getting the, better. <laughs> the great thing of, of being at like ground zero for this is that, you know, 20% of the work you put into email marketing is going to give you 80% of the benefit of email marketing. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of work you can put into like fine tuning it, but if you're doing nothing, you're going to go from zero to 80% almost by just clicking send. Mm -hmm. Um, Remember, these are people who already know you. They already trust you. They are primed to say yes. If you tell them their home needs this to, for the future health of their lawn, this is why every spring your your lawn is so patchy and uh, looks so weak is because we're not doing the things in the fall that we need to do to take care of it, to set it up for success next year. Mm -hmm. So, pitch all of those benefits. And what I would do is kind of pick a benefit 
to outline in each email. So lean really hard on the benefit of like, if it's a fall cleanup, you know, just the benefit of not having to rake the leaves yourselves. That's, that's a standalone benefit. A lot of people, you know, if you don't have a, uh, a kid to send out there to do it for you, then uh, that's, that's a whole Saturday of work. And not many people look at that with fondness. They'd rather be doing something they enjoy on a Saturday. So lean hard on that benefit that will give you your Saturday back. We'll come out, we'll take care of it. It's X dollars. Wouldn't you rather be, you know, enjoying your family? Um, but then you also have any health benefits for the lawn that come from a cleanup. You know, you're not letting the leaves start to rot and mat down into the turf, Mm -hmm. um, and kill the turf before it's already going to have, you know, a a difficult winter. So, you know, then an email kind of outlining that benefit and, and lay these things out and hit on each of them because different people have different pain points, Mm -hmm. right? So you might have someone who's like, I just let the leaves rot. I don't care what my, you know, I don't care what it looks like. Uh, the grass is about to be dormant anyway. Um, but that person might be persuaded by your lawn's going to look like trash in the spring if you let the leaves rot on it. Mm-hmm. So each benefit you want to kind of hit and because you're speaking to a different audience and eventually you're going to hit the like the two or three pain points that, that work for that person. Mm-hmm. So they might not care about one, but then one, three and four speak to them. And, and that gets them to buy. So that's the, the really cool thing about running an email marketing campaign is that you know that you get to get in front of this person as long as you have a good enough subject line to get them to open it. Um, ooh, and that is a, a big thing here. There are a lot of like subject line checkers on the internet. And normally when I'm talking about copywriting, I steer people away from having robots review their writing But in this one specific instance, I think you should use headline checkers because they're using the same technology that whoever manages your mailbox, if that's, you know, Google or Microsoft Outlook, whoever is looking to filter for spam. It's the same technology that works in a subject line checker online. So you want to avoid like things like free, uh, like free quote in, in a subject line can get you flagged. So use one of those subject line checkers. I'm sure that uh, I can get a link to one to send to Paul to put in the description here um, so that you can evaluate your headline. But you want something that draws people in. You want something that hooks them and gets them to look at that email. If you can, you know, because you are their lawn care service provider, some sort of subject line that is about, uh, you know, hey, there's something wrong with your lawn. Like that sort of thing that gets them to be like, oh, what's wrong with my lawn? Uh, what did they notice? And then you get them in, you explain to them the benefits of the services you're going to provide this fall. But yeah, so five simple emails. And I talk about this in the, the video that uh, I'll send over to Paul when it drops. Um, but five simple emails, really juicy subject lines that get people concerned about their lawn. Um, and then... Uh, just make sure that you're hitting on one benefit in the email, leaning hard on it. Simple, simple call to action to pull people in. Uh, Paul, I'm kind of kind of running away with the show here. Do you have any questions? No, this is good. I'm just kind of uh, comparing what you're sharing. I just wrote it down on my notepad, the subject line checker. I mean, I never even knew you could do that. I'm sitting here trying to write and rewrite my subject line. And, you know, a lot of times I just like, I, I don't know, I I have wrote uh, three books, uh, Cody, mm-hmm. 
but I'm, I'm not a great writer. I just, I got all these stories in me. I need, you know, I just uh, try my yeah. best. Let me ask you another question about this. Um, I have 461 people. I use MailChimp. So I think mm-hmm. I pay, I forget what it is, 11 bucks a month, maybe. I think it started at nine and then they've been inflate, you know, giving me these inflation increases to 11 bucks <laughs> a month. It gives me a statistic of how many people opened it and then how many people clicked on the call to action. What, yeah. what, what's a good, a good performance? I would be shooting for a 20 to 30% open rate, you know, depending on how cluttered somebody's mailbox is, you know, they might be getting a lot of emails. It's probably because you're their lawn care provider. It's probably going to their personal email address, not a work one. Mm-hmm. If you can hit a work inbox that usually has a much higher open rate. Oh, okay. Um, but if it's, you know, just go into their, you know, their Gmail account that they've had for 10 years, yeah. that may be a thing they check a few times a week and they might kind of bulk clear things out. Um, but yeah, I would shoot for 20 to 30 and anything in excess of that is like, that's a gold star subject line. Okay. Cause the big thing to remember is that that subject line is the bulk of what they see. Okay. So if you're looking for underperforming email campaigns, if you want to find out why they're not working, Nine times out of 10, it is something is wrong with your subject line. If you're getting a good open rate and then no conversions from there, something's wrong with the inside of the email. But if you're not getting a good open rate, then the problem is probably your subject line or the little bit of description. Okay. So your 20 to 30% open rate would be success. Then what's the, on MailChimp, it, and again, I'm, I'm fairly new at all this. I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not new to MailChimp, but I'm new to doing this with consistency. I just, mm-hmm. one email, one month, and a couple more months goes by, Mr. Producers, I, you know, you need to sit down on our email. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah. what, it, it gives me a statistics in MailChimp. It says uh, clicks. Uh, so I guess it's calculating who clicks on my call to action button. Yes. So when you put an email, when you put a link into a MailChimp email document, mm-hmm. what it's actually doing is giving others oh, my dog walking by. Hey there. Um, what uh, what it's actually doing is creating a redirect through MailChimp server. Mm-hmm. So MailChimp sees someone clicked this and then pushes them to the web page that they want to go to, the link you gave. Mm-hmm. Um, but that helps MailChimp count how many okay. people that got this email and then opened it, what percentage of them clicked the link. Um, and that's going to be a smaller percentage than your open rate. Right. So, uh, if you have a really, really like baller email that gets people, uh, clicking, you know, that, that percentage is kind of up in the air what that is, but I would, you know, I'd be really happy if you were in that same 20 to 30% neighborhood. Um, Whoa, I'm at two, I'm at two, I'm at like, nah, I don't, this is going to throw you off. My open rate is in the like 42%. That's awesome. So that would be good. But then when my call to action click rate, it's like two or 3%. Okay. That's so what I would say is that that's not like crazy unexpected. Are you using uh, like a CTA button in the email? Yeah, I'll I'll have, you know, learn more or, you know. Shop uh, now, so and then it will redirect thing. them to so my you website. Have, you have hit one of my my marketer uh, pain points: is that everything defaults to learn more, and that is no one wants to learn. No one, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Sorry, right. Rusty. Remember how the riding mower was such a game changer? That's what Roll by ADP is going to be for the payroll business. It's a chat-based payroll app 
built for small business owners like you. Roll makes payroll ridiculously easy and you can do it anywhere, anytime. And it makes onboarding for new hires smoother than a freshly cut hedge. Roll lets employees and contractors submit employment forms, enroll in direct deposit, and more, saving you valuable time. Roll was designed for those who'd rather be outside working than stuck in an office. It calculates, withholds, and files taxes for you while letting you manage payroll from anywhere. And because it's a mobile payroll app, going digital will remove those boxes of papers in the trunk of your car. Ready to get rolled for your business? Green Industry Podcast listeners get their first three months free. Visit GetRolled.com slash Green Industry to get started. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You're out there in the field mowing lawns, making money, working hard. But for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll, or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. I do hope you're watching the Almonds Shop Build on Caleb and Brittany's YouTube channel. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. Seeing the construction of the Hardscape Academy's headquarters come to life is definitely cool and satisfying. This fall, the Hardscape Academy in beautiful Fairfield County opens its doors, providing you and your team with hands-on training to improve skill sets and gain equipment mastery so you can supercharge your earnings potential. In the meantime, you can instantly access the Hardscape Academy's online training resources for paver installation, retaining walls, fire pits, step installation, or even schedule a one-on-one coaching call with the kid contractor himself. Visit thehardscapeacademy.com or use the link below to get the comprehensive guides and continuing education that will advance and empower your company today. That's thehardscapeacademy.com. No one wants to work, right? So when you put up the idea of learn more, no one no one wants to do that. That's my go-to, uh, Cody. Oh, change it. Anything right. else. Uh, okay. Yeah, try to, that, that makes my eyes glaze over and I scroll past. It's the default. Uh, button on a lot of Facebook ads campaigns Mm -hmm. and I hate it. I hate it so much. I've never had success with it. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe if you're advertising for the university of Phoenix, (laughs) uh, you know, you might be tapping into the market that wants to learn, but in general, I would be using something that is, uh, you know, much more juicy. If you've got, uh, like if it's, you're specifically telling people about a service, I would say, get a quote. Get a quote. You know, okay. What's the tiny piece of action that you want them to take that moves this forward? And if you've outlined a benefit there that like, uh, you know, you'll see this in Dan Kennedy's sales letters and stuff too, where it's like, yes, I want the healthiest lawn ever this spring. 
you know, that's a little cheesy, oh, okay. but just off the top of the dome here. Yeah. Uh, you know, feel free to make that button a few more words than, than you think it should be. Really what we're doing is we're getting a big wow. orange button in front of them. Right. Wow. And we want to have the language that's on it, not dissuade them from clicking the big orange button. Now my button's blue in, in uh, MailChimp. You think I can I think make it can orange? Change that. Okay. I'm I should make it you orange. Can change it. Um, I would make it, you know, just something that really pops. Okay. Um, blue okay. is good. Cause a lot of times, so look at websites that you mm-hmm. use that we know have like pretty big, uh, user experience departments mm-hmm. and look at what they do for affirmative buttons. So when Facebook wants you to click something, it's going to be like a blue. Okay. Button. Mm-hmm. Uh, so blue is not bad. As long as we're against a white background, okay. uh, it really stands out. But I think orange like really pulls you in. Like okay. orange is almost a warning color. Mm-hmm. Um, and so your eye just kind of naturally goes to it. Okay. But, and that's something you can, you can always test. Yeah. You can run an email that, uh, that is exactly the same except for the color of the button and see what performs when your when your email list is, uh, you know, you said about 400 contacts. Yeah. Four, mine's so, 461. Yeah. So it can be a little hard to get, um, like truly statistically meaningful data out of that. And I think we talked about that back on the Facebook episodes mm-hmm. that sometimes it's hard, but you know, split test and see, see what you get. Okay. Well, you can keep going before I tell you all the things I'm doing wrong. I'm, you had no, a lot of no, this is great because this is the kind of thing that, you know, you're actually using it to try to grow a lawn care business. And so it's really helpful to have you be like, well, this is what I'm doing. And does this make sense? Like, I think that back and forth is really good. Yeah. And the other thing I'll throw in there about Atlanta market, because we don't do core aerations in the fall. Um, maybe like one guy that came down from New York that has fescue, but whatever. I, I don't deal with them folk. Mm-hmm. Um, we do our queriations in, in April and May. So, but uh, okay. the, the guys throughout the Midwest and up North, they for sure, like if you're not offering queriation services, I mean, that's low hanging fruit, but the big thing here, uh, Cody, that's like big money is pansies. It's the flowers that we put out that can handle our tough winters, you know, 42 degree winters down here in Georgia. Some, some days it will get in the thirties though, you know, but, um, the, the, the pansy flowers can actually, um, look great throughout the colder temperatures that we have in Georgia, which isn't that cold. It doesn't snow or anything mm-hmm. down here. Um, and then you can upsell them deer netting that goes over the pansies, which definitely needs the deer netting because the deer don't have anything to eat in the winter. So they'll eat your pansy flowers. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's something that, Every single customer that if you cut the grass in Atlanta, you know, at least offer to sell them some, some flowers by their front porch or maybe out by their mailbox or, you know, anywhere that makes sense on the property. Yeah. And pansies present a uh, much better opportunity to show a photo of the, oh, yeah. <laughs> the result than a uh, core aeration where it just looks like there's a bunch of dog turds yeah. across your lawn. No, pansies can be beautiful too. And like, uh, the, you know, yellow and purple, that's, or, or red. I mean, there's, there's just different color combinations. It looks gorgeous. Yeah. So, I mean, that's an excellent, you know, opportunity to write an email campaign about that. I think really what you're leaning on is, you know, the curb appeal angle, um, you know, anything that you can kind of pitch it as, but mostly when it's, you know, when it's an aesthetic choice, you're leaning on the kind of customer that wants their lawn to, to look nice through the winter. What's the rest of the overall 
upsell campaign? We mentioned email marketing. What, what else can we be doing um, to, to make more money? Yeah. So I lean on the email marketing really heavily kind of at the outset here because it's, it's free or next to free. Um, MailChimp will let you set up a free account um, for up to like 2000 contacts. And then I think it's like 10,000 emails in a month. So that's your email campaign. Mm-hmm. If you, if you have a list that's 2000 deep, but, uh, um, so the other thing that I would do is export your customer list, all of your, your customer data that you've got and pull that into a custom audience on Facebook. Oh, wow. Um, if you, if you Google how to do this, it's real simple. You basically upload an Excel spreadsheet to Facebook to make a custom audience. These are all your customers. They have consented to be contacted by you. So you're all in the clear on like the, you know, legal compliance there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Facebook will let you select like what each column of your Excel spreadsheet, what kind of data that is to help them link your customer list with these people on Facebook and Instagram. So this gives you a really good opportunity to upload a, a really tight audience of exactly your people who know who you are. You can talk to them like they know who you are, mm-hmm. but you're able to get in front of them on their Facebook feed, wow. on their Instagram feed, anywhere in the, there's a lot of like the little like clicker games that source their, they sell their ad space to Facebook. Mm-hmm. So then you're getting in front of them in these other like random little third party apps. Mm-hmm. But that audience is going to be your people and you're going to be getting in front of them. And I think it adds like the look of professionalism that you were able to find them Mm -hmm. on, on another place. Mm -hmm. Um, It makes you, you know, look bigger and then, you know, you're able to get those extra touches, right? Even on an upsell, it can take five, six, seven touches to, to close a sale. So you want to be getting in front of them in their email inbox You want to be getting in front of them when they get on Facebook to argue with their uncle. And you want to get in front of them when they're getting on Instagram to uh, look at other people's Disney World photos. Um, You want to pull all of that together so that you have a really cohesive campaign using very similar language across all of those points. I would try to get your calls to action to match Mm -hmm. in, in your emails, like whatever your main CTA is in the emails. Also use that on the Facebook ads so that they're seeing the same the same words and remembering that it's you. Um, but yeah, I would, if you're running ads to your customer list on Facebook, I would call out that, that you're talking to your customers, right? I would write some of that ad copy around. We already take care of your lawn all summer long. Uh, this fall, we want to, you know, clean the leaves off of it, keep it, uh, clean all, all fall long. And then, uh, get you some pansies that'll last you through the winter. Yeah, that's great. Now, how's it going with the Facebook ads? I, I do coaching calls with guys. Uh, there's a guy named Brett. I did a coaching call with him the other day. I'm not sure if he reached out to yet, but he, he needs to run Facebook ads. And I was like, call Cody, man. And I was yeah. trying, I was giving him your information. So are you still helping guys that maybe want to do a more aggressive Facebook campaign? Absolutely. Yeah. If you're wanting to do Facebook campaigns this fall, or you're thinking ahead to the spring selling season, absolutely reach out. Lightspeed, lightspeedsocialagency.com. Fill out our contact form there. And I would love to talk to you. And if you're just looking for some help, you know that you're not big enough to work with a, a third party agency yet. I would say we have pretty uh, aggressive rates for, for startups. But if you know that like, hey, I got to do this in-house, I am more than happy to help you out. Look at your ad copy and, and let you know what I think. Um, and give you some, some pointers. And we also have the Lightspeed Social Agency YouTube channel 
that is a great uh, source. If I, if I do say my advice is great um, for uh, looking at what you need to do, I show you our exact strategy. Uh, we're, we're really transparent in what we do. So uh, we, we do neighborhood by neighborhood targeting. It's very similar to every door direct mail, but on the internet and without the 400 unit apartment complex at the end of the route. So I show you exactly how to set up that strategy on our YouTube channel. There is no like the reason you hire me is because you want me to write your ad copy because I'm a good writer and uh, you don't want to have to deal with uh, all of the, the stuff in Facebook's back end. That's a real pain. Um, but our strategy is very transparent. You can go look at it and you can replicate it in your account. That's uh, great. DIY. Do you think Dan Kennedy is, am I in a good spot? Listen, I've been, I've been driving a lot. So I, his books are like six, seven hours long and I'm just been listening to him. Is that good or? I, I love Dan Kennedy. Okay. He is, uh, he will teach you how to be an excellent copywriter. Um, I would, yeah, I mean, I would recommend putting links to his books in the description of this episode. Um, absolutely. Dan Kennedy stuff is excellent. He is like an old school sales copy guy and he will teach you how to write in a way that gets results. Okay. That's good to know. Cause I've, I've been listening and, and trying to, um, you know, I'm basically starting from scratch. So that's good to know. Um, can you send me, we have a Cody, we have a resource center at, at greenstreetpodcast.com and that's where I tell everybody to go. Can you send me like a light speed social agency, like your logo or something that I can oh, put, of course. I can put it there and then you guys can just go to the resource center and click on that because I'm trying to get more and more people to, to hire you because it's crazy. There's one guy, I don't know if I told you the story or not, Cody, he spent $3,000 on a blimp, uh, or not a blimp on a, um, those airplanes that fly by with the, the, the words connected to it, like a oh, politician yeah, the, like, banner. Yeah. He spent $3,000 on that, um, promoting his lawn care business. And I was like, what if you would have spent that $3,000 on Facebook? He got zero ROIs. It, just should have took $3,000 and thrown it out the window. At least had some fun watching it blow in the wind and people pick it up. You know I mean? That would have been yeah. a little more amusing than what, you know, everyone's on their phones. No one's looking up in the sky. We you could know. have at least, if he was doing Facebook ads, we could have at least filmed the, uh, the plane and <laughs> yeah. used that for some ads. And so, and, and I'm doing, you know, I'm, I'm keeping this lighthearted, but it's shocking to me, it's shocking to my friend, John Pajak. We, we compare notes. We, we both do consulting and things of that nature. And we're going over guys' budgets and it's alarming how little to no money is spent on advertising and marketing. I'm talking nothing. And then I say, well, what are you spending on marketing and on advertising? Oh, we just get word of mouth. And I just, you know, I, I about want to go through my zoom screen and, and, uh, you know, punch him or something so the, like, come on, what are you doing? Like, thing, I think the, the most important thing to keep in mind with word of mouth is that you're only going to get customers like the ones you already have. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you're trying to break into a new neighborhood, it's probably not very likely that someone's asking for a recommendation from their friend. Who's also your customer who lives, you know, five miles away in another neighborhood. People just don't make that connection in the way that they do with, you know, your neighbor notices your lawn and asks about it. So if you want to be constantly expanding and moving into new neighborhoods so that you can be the lawn care provider in that neighborhood, you have to be getting in front of those people in some way and word of mouth isn't going to do it for you. Yeah. And I'm not against word of mouth. Those are great oh, no, referrals. No, no, no. It's yeah. like icing on the cake. It's like extra. It's like you, that's not the plan. That's just a little small slither of the piece of the pie. Absolutely. 
So, all right. Well, what else are we leaving out here, Cody? Um, you know, I think if you build your fall upsell campaign around an email campaign for each service and then some Facebook ads to match that, you're going to be in great shape going into the fall. That is an awesome way to sell. The only other thing that I would add is that if you have the bandwidth for it, um, calling customers once those campaigns have been running, so you're able to scratch off the list anyone who opts in digitally. But then if you have the bandwidth to call people and talk to them personally about their lawn, I know that that's not, uh, you know, that's not infinitely scalable, right? But if you are at the size where that makes sense, where you can call or you're big enough that you have some people in the office that you can give them this to do during their downtime, getting, uh, you know, sort of having your last line be a one-on-one sales call, uh, right? Kind of a script using, uh, I think like Dan Kennedy is an excellent resource for writing uh, sales call scripts. Um, just give people kind of like, these are the big points. These are the benefits to hit. Um, and that is, uh, definitely a skill that, that some people that work in an office will have and other people will, will not have it. So figure out who your best salesperson is, maybe take a few things off their plate so that they can be making those calls. Um, but I think that you'll find that that's really valuable as well. If you have the, the bandwidth to do it. That's great, Cody. Well, this has been um, very helpful. I'm going to have Mr. Producer put the Lightspeed Social Agency website in the show notes. What, what's the exact website again? It's lightspeedsocialagency.com. Okay. Lightspeedsocialagency.com. Um, I'd highly recommend going there, guys, connect in with Cody and, uh, you know, get, getting all this stuff squared away. And I'm definitely going to try to be more consistent um, with these emails and, and things of that nature. So, I keep hearing it from people that I, I respect, like yourself, Cody, saying it's it's the way of the future. So, well, Paul, send me some of your emails so that I can tell you oh, what's oh, wrong with them. Okay, but, all right. <laughs> I'm gonna, the, 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 the question is probably I'm what's have a right, Cam, so that I can mark up your emails. Yeah, I don't think the question is what's wrong. I think the question is what is there anything right, it, 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 you know, <laughs> g- going on with these things? But I'm I'm trying, man. I I just uh, you know I think it's important. I th- I think. As a consumer, anytime I get an email, I just get mad. I just delete them. I delete them. I delete them. I mm-hmm. delete them. And so because of that, I mean, I just, there's some guys that are just so aggressive. Uh, Mike McCallowitz is one of them. This guy was even, I think I blocked him. I love the guy's books, but he was emailing yeah. me like every single day. And I'm like, dude, leave me alone. You know what I mean? Like I was but getting he mad. He have that many things to sell me. He doesn't. <laughs> He's got, I mean, I've read, I'm pretty sure I read, I read pumpkin plant, toilet paper, entrepreneur, um, you know, profit first. I've, I've read all his books and they're good. You know what I mean? I, I listened to the audio book, but I'm like, bro, why are you emailing me every single day? And I was getting so mad at Mike McCow. It's a, I tell everyone, listen, watch his books, listen to his books. Pardon me, read his books. He's great. But, and that's just one example. I was like, this dude's emailed me every single day and it was, it was getting on my nerves. And then that, that happened. I was a guy named Dr. Josh Axe from ancient nutrition. This dude starts texting me and it's got his little picture on it. Like it's actually him. So I was like, oh, it's really him. So, you know, I tried calling him and it was like he had something set up. So it wasn't really him, but I thought it was him. So anyway, I got these wounding experiences from Dr. Josh Axe and Mike McCallowitz and I could go on and on down the list and and they make me so mad. So I'm so paranoid. I was like, well, I don't want to be that guy. That's why I'm so soft. And I'm like, well, learn more. You know what I mean? Or like. I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to be overly aggressive like these guys. And I, and I think it's backfired because I've, I've gotten way too soft and tippy toeing around everything. The big thing that I would call out there is that what you're actually upset by is the cadence, right? It's Mike McCallowitz emailing you 
every single day. It's the the sort of fakeness of like pretending to text someone, but not. It really. had his picture. Then, you know, you get you you get yeah. someone. It literally had his picture. Doctor Josh Jacks. I saved it on my phone. I was like, oh, Doctor Jack Jack. You know, Doctor Josh Jacks. The contact, and then go ahead. Uh, what I was going to say is make sure that you're spacing your emails out a little bit. Send those five emails over seven to ten days. You know, don't hit them every single morning. Um, and don't make every email seem like a three alarm fire, right? I know I gave the like subject line pitch of like, there's something wrong with your lawn. That is a once a campaign sort of move. Mm -hmm. Um, it's going to, if you use it every single email, it's going to stop working. Um, so just, you know, keep that in mind and have, you know, there are customers who are going to let you know it annoys them and keep in mind that if one person is willing to tell you that you're annoying them, then there's probably a few more people who are annoyed who didn't reach out. So watch for unsubscribes. If your unsubscribes start ticking up, you're being annoying, right? It's like if you're, you know, kind of holding court at a party and everyone is leaving, uh, that should let you know that maybe it's time to let somebody else talk. Um, So keep an eye on your unsubscribes. If they start spiking, then maybe ease up on your cadence. but I don't think that there's ever a reason to kind of ease up on your calls to action and make them less. Uh, I don't think it's pushy to have a specific call to action versus a learn more. Um, so I wouldn't be worried there. Okay. Well, that's very helpful. Cause that that's been my default for sure. Is I, I meant my, and the reason it was Cody is cause I just thought, Oh, well they'll click on it. Cause they're not going to feel pressured to buy or whatever and, and learn mores, mm-hmm. whatever. But obviously it wasn't working cause it was getting 2% clicks yeah so all right well this has been very helpful and and if you can remember to email me like a logo or something i'll I'll feature you on a resource center and um that way you know more folks will hopefully uh funnel your way and and uh turn around their marketing awesome paul thanks so much for having me all right thanks for the good content man and um hopefully rusty you can attend to tell rusty (laughs) all righty man Thanks for your time. All right, man. See ya. All right. See ya. Yeah, of course. Well, guys, I hope this has been helpful to you. This year in my life, I've been trying to get more organized, more efficient, and delegate where, you know, I just could have somebody else that does something better than me do it for me. And so uh, Cody's one of those guys I've been talking to offline and just figuring out how I can, you know, take my marketing to another level. And uh, I hope this has been helpful to you. We actually put together a resource center where we have the top tools, the top resources, information to help you grow your business. I just had on the program yesterday, my buddy, Eric Triplett, and I didn't even realize he was doing coaching these days. And so he is. And so I was like, dude, send me your information. I'm going to put you on my resource center. Same goes with Cody. He's been adding a lot of value to my life and you know, to those who've been listening. So I told him, hey, send me your information. I'm going to put you on my resource center. We already have uh, pure marketing up there. But if I know there's a business that's going to help you it grow your business. I want you guys to know what's out there. And so we've taken a lot of time over the last few years and, and really have invested a lot behind the scenes to put this together for you guys. It's called the resource center. It's at greenstreetpodcast.com. Uh, so whether you're looking for financial coaching, of course, my boy, John Pajak with his uh, budgets, break evens, bottom line workshops and things of that nature, that's on our resource center. Maybe you're looking for an excellent bookkeeper. 
my personal bookkeeper. Marty, what's up with this desk today? This is <laughs> driving me crazy. We got a, what is this thing? Oh, it's on the to-do list. All right. Well, let's, uh, <laughs> oh man. No, it, it, every time I touch it, it makes these, can you hear that? All right. He, he said, shut up in podcast. Well, I, uh, yes, sir. Sorry. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, back to <laughs> what I was saying, guys. We, um, I don't even know what I was saying, Marty. Oh yeah. Resource center. We put this together for you guys. So you can just go there and everything has my stamp of approval. I personally use these services. I've known these folks, I've vetted them so that you can trust that you're being put in the right direction, whether you're getting a bookkeeper, you need financial coaching, you need contractor coaching on how to build your business, you need marketing advice, website, you name it. That's a, there's um, tons of resources and tools available for you guys of the top experts in their field. Um, and that's all available at greenindustrypodcast.com at our resource center. And one of the tools that you will find there is Jobber. Jobber's the CRM guys that I've been using. I mentioned them at the top of the program, but in order to get as organized as possible in our businesses and our lives, a CRM is just one of those things you want to check off as soon as possible. And the CRM that I switched to in the summer of 2019, it is a funny story, Marty. I'm going to have to share that story again very soon. Um, but I switched to them in the summer of 2019 and that's just been my go-to since then. If I have a project, boom, I send you an invoice on job or I can actually see if you've opened my invoice or not. And then the customer can just pay me and getting paid faster is so much better. I, I remember guys back in the day being stressed out about receiving money, accounts payable and, and people paying me. And I shouldn't have any of my time energy effort worried about getting paid for services that I provide. I, my mind needs to be thinking, how can I make more money? How can I market better? How can I delegate better? How can I spend more time with people I love? I, my mind needs to be in a whole nother realm, not collecting money. And so anyway, with Jobber, it just helped me to get paid faster, to be more organized. And it puts your professional foot forward with your customer when they get a professional form of communication through you that it just it separates you from chucking the truck and it gives them trust which at the end of the day in business it's obviously crucial that our customers trust us and so anyway i know i've been talking about jobber for years on the show but we got a lot of new listeners and so if you're looking for a crm <laughs> oh marty stop it if you're <laughs> you can order it if you want let me see is it a stand-up desk? Let, let's talk about it after the show. Let's talk about it after the show. We got, we got Mr. Solutions over here, Mr. Producer. I, I, I complain about my desk. He's going to order me a new desk here. But um, back, let me let me just finish the show, Marty. I, talk about delegating. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. All right, guys. Things are getting out, out of control here. If you want to try Jobber for four, free for 14 days, just click on the link that Mr. Producer will put in the show notes. Getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Thanks for listening to today's show, guys. I'm going to go get this situated so we can have some excellence in broadcasting for you guys. Thanks for listening. Smash that follow button and hope to catch you on the next episode of the Greed Industry Podcast. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.